Hey man, so what's up? Nothing much. Just getting back from work, I guess, and eating sag paneer. What did you have for dinner? Bro, so- I didn't even have dinner yet. You know, I've been trying to be on that New Year's resolution. Which is? Which is obviously, you know, the same old dieting, exercising, the whatnot, the average man life. Have you gone back to the gym? Oh, yes. My second week going on, I think. You already going back? Oh my God, I need to get back into it. Bro. It's been so long. Yeah, you were missing out. Clearly. Because yeah. I've been doing freaking work. Because I, I, I have to take that stupid test for work. And that's been all I've been doing. Like, I go to work, come back, I study. And then I go to sleep because I have to wake up at 5.30, bro. That definitely sounds like an average life. Average? A very average. Just a 95, right? 95? And then more, <laughs> more like 7 to 3.30, bro. <laughs> which is the same amount of time, but yeah. I mean, well, you know, you forget the driving part, which starts quite early and ends quite late. I for don't you. forget it, bro. That That's what tires me out. I was telling you. That shit's annoying, man. Yeah. This California traffic, by the way, for anyone who's hoping to come to the U.S. and live in California, you might want to reconsider where you live. Well, I this... mean, where else are you going to live? Indiana, where there's nothing to do? Well, there's definitely less traffic. How about Wyoming? What's in Wyoming? Clearly not enough traffic. Wait, why are we going to Ming? Is that a TikTok reference? Wyoming? Oh Why my are lord! We going to Ming? <laughs> but that's all the wow. jokes I. Had. I feel very, I'm very proud. old compared to you at this point. Why? What do you mean? Because you don't joke do jokes right anymore. Up. That joke, okay, that had to be a dad joke of some sort because that I clearly did not get that. I didn't necessarily get it either, but I thought I had to make a joke. God, well, reel me this. Do you remember the time then, of when we first came no. here? All right, then. Mm-mm. So I guess Wiped that's the end of the podcast. my pod. memory, <laughs> Well, thank you, right, ladies I'll, and I'll gentlemen. That's tomorrow, the end of the guys. podcast. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm out. I'm if you kidding. guys didn't quite hear that, that was the door shutting behind us. <laughs> Off what? Where exactly are we, Gugu? We are in my parents' walk-in closet surrounded by T-shirts, sweaters, jackets, pants, a safe, gumballs, <laughs> pillows... Uh, in freaking the Wi-Fi thing in the... In, I think that is enough wa- of a detail as to okay, the scenario we're in. Fine. But clearly, as that goes to show you, this is episode two and we're still amateurs at yes. what we're doing. Very much so. <laughs> but it's really quiet in here compared to my room. Oh, I really hope so. I really hope. It's much quieter than the first time said. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what was not quiet though? No. Our drive to the airport from Dilly. Oh my God, that shit was hella fun though. I don't remember as much, I think, as you do, though. Do you know what we went in? We went in a big man. Yeah. By the way, like my V's and W's, guys, are quite interchangeable. So my V's and W's might sound like I'm saying V when I'm saying W, and my W is V, if you catch the drift. I get that, dude. Mine are like that, too. I think it's just an Indian thing. It is an Indian thing. I think it's because um, I know my Spanish teacher was telling me about it, how... I forgot, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's the the like they don't have a certain letter or they don't pronounce a certain letter that way, so you just don't have it. Yeah, it's just I I hate this, but it's fine. I'm I'm getting used to it still, albeit this like the tenth year into it. But you know, hey, tenth year, dude. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been. We're gonna be getting there. We're gonna be getting okay. Five. Still feels like five years ago we came. Here I don't even want to talk about it. I feel way too old for this. 
barely 22 and 23. Don't tell them my age. A man does not disclose his age just like that. (laughs) Bro, okay, (laughs) fine. But okay, let's get back to it. So what do you remember of the day that we, um, you know, the morning that we left? Oh, of course. So... I just remember was getting like a van, like a big van for how many people was there? One, two, three. Enough. Enough. <laughs> there were a lot the, of people. There were two families. Yeah, the two families, right? And then obviously our big old suitcases, the desi ones. Holy crap. Obviously, if you're desi, you got to make sure your suitcase looks apart. And the way to do that is how? Whoa, you got to put a chunni on each one of them or a little rag, a colored yellow or purple, something bright as shit. So everyone knows Indians are walking (laughs) through the damn airport. What up? Yeah. So all our all our suitcases have some sort of a rag on it and be like, yep. Yeah, that's us. That's our that's a rag. And the but what locks. do you do? And the little locks. Oh, yeah. The little, the cute locks. little locks with like 20,000 keys that come with it. I, for the life of me, took like 10 minutes one time just to figure out what key went exactly. with You just lock. cut them at that point. You I don't need them. You know, that reminds me, you know, if you can cut them, what's to stop someone else to cut it? It's. I think it's more of a precaution or like a deterrent for the airport people to not open your bag just because. Because then mean, you know they open it. Oh, you're right. But hey, at any case... What are they going to get when they open my suitcase? Alu de parante. Bro, all <laughs> you know, the gonna... seeds, bro. Did you see how much nani brought over? Don't tell the, don't tell the airport people we uh, did that, actually. Yeah, uh, we kind of... Allegedly s- brought We over. allegedly smuggled in some plants that we were not supposed to crossing the seven seas. Oh, you my know? God. Allegedly. I'm, I'm just saying that was allegedly might have happened. <laughs> but I'm not claiming that that actually happened. So many, dude. Just allegedly. Allegedly so many. Allegedly very, very many. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Yes. But moving on to a ride. Yeah. I just remember this very particular point in our ride where you were jumping up and down yes. as we entered Delhi. Who wouldn't, bro? Right? But so, I mean... But we lived in Punjab, Amritsar, right? So we drive, I don't know how many hours, right? The drive to Six. Delhi is excruciating, cruci- right? Uh-huh. You have to be on the drive for... A good amount of like seven hours, six, seven it's hours. so long, but it's not even that far. It's not, it's not far. It's just the Indian roads. Dear so God, don't slow. get me talk about the Indian roads. I think they're better now though. Oh, good God. No. I don't know. I haven't been. No. How was it? You went. Oh, I did go. How's that it has changed. It? And it's also not changed. There's so many things Beautiful. that happened in like the years that I hadn't been to India that I was like, whoa, this existed. Or oh, this is still here. Or oh, this is still not here. Or oh, this is new. How could it be still not there if it wasn't there to begin with? As in, like, a thing that should have been there in a progress manner, but it never progressed to the point uh, to have it there. So many unfinished bridges and projects in India just because. Yeah, that also, I mean, that in fact was also why we had such a delayed, like, in our, like, taxi, right? Like, it took us so long to get to the airport was because... The roads were shit, quite yeah. frankly. The bridges they were building, literally, I think at one time was like, this bridge has been building there for like five years now. And I'm like, that's still it not takes to forever. completion. But, you know, the good part about the long drive is that you get to stop at a taba. McDonald's. Oh, yeah, that too. You said McDonald's. You remember McDonald's. Yes, dude, just the, the great beyond we're going to go to, to America. We got to get started early. I remember stopping at McDonald's and we just oh, got what? food, like Happy Meals. There were slides, and then we even gave the driver some food. And they were like, "Let's go!" Now we're what? going to Delhi. We had a Happy Meal. We went to a Taba. I, 
you got to stop at, at the brother's taba, bro. Oh, when you're on your way. The yeah, the brother on the taba. You know, yeah. if someone doesn't know, it's like a, a taba is just a fan, like a Punjabi way of saying like a roadside eatery. Yeah, I guess right? that's the best way to But say like it. tabas could be big or small, but the one on the way to Delhi airport was like one on the bigger side and it was very popular. So if you ever go to Delhi and then to Amritsar or vice versa, stop by Prama the Tabba, you're going to get those very, very big aloo de parante with like a lot of ghee on it and aloo butter. Aloo de parante, bro. Where does your accent go? It's just, it's, why do you put an English layer on it, bro? You know what, kid? What? It's been a minute since I've been to this country. It happens. What? <laughs> Okay, fine. Okay, going back to the thing. So, you remember me jumping up and down. What happened next? <laughs> That was... Uh, so, why were you jumping up and down? Because excitement. Right. So, in excitement, this dude was singing a song. Yeah, it's Do you remember the song? It's What like, was the song called? Jado Panga Pajabe. Right. So, basically, what that translates into is roughly that if I ever clash with someone... I will never back down exactly. and I will fight them. Exactly. You know, catch them hands. Exactly. You know, but not catch the law. me outside, basically. Catch me outside. Yeah, but not the law. I respect right? the law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure, he says that. And then we get stopped by police on our way to ah. Delhi. Because, you know why? Because the police there is like, just out there to get you, man. That just happened. Yeah, Popo's, they see a number plate. They see a number plate from out of state. They're like, we got to stop them. You know, we got to get that mullah out of them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that happened and we got stopped. And this dude just like goes back to his seat and just shuts the fuck up. What do you want me to do? Fight the policeman, bro? And he was jumping. No, 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 no. You were jumping right up to the moment we opened the door to go meet the policeman. Yeah. Yeah, you were like, Panga Pajue, I will fight anyone who comes my way. And the moment the cop stops and is trying to question us, you just like go all the way back and Leave just like, alone. I'm out. Leave me alone, I don't want to deal bro. with this. Yeah, because I was like, no, nah, we're not going to get there on time because we were running late, bro. We were not running late. We were like running just on time or a little bit late. It was really scary. I thought we were going to miss our flight. Unless I'm misremembering this. But no, I, I think, think what I the thing is, I'm pretty sure we were quite on time because there's no way our parents would let us be late. Have you seen how early our Desi parents go to an airport? I swear to God, the last time I was in an airport, I was made forcibly to go there early. And I, I arrived like four hours early. And I didn't want to be there exactly for that reason. <laughs> like, that's what I thought yeah yeah but, but, <laughs> yeah. like we we like got because things kept happening on the way that we got late because of that sure I don't know man anyway we got see, to the airport see what the lesson is our memory can be falsified quite frequently apparently honestly memory is so pliable yeah eyewitness that's why you don't just rely on eyewitness news just FYI guys yeah so but anyways going back to our topic now we're at the airport and we're so god I'm excited <laughs> to be in our economy class seats hell yeah never been on a plane before yes so excited to fly yeah I mean economy class yes I'll take any class to be mm-hmm. on a plane and fly away you know just leave everything behind and be like on to a next country on to a new life on to new people right from Delhi we go to Japan And Japan, my guys, uh, wouldn't get to stay a lot. So that was my very first time seeing Japanese people. And I was like, huh, very interesting. Very, Dude, very they interesting. they all had masks. They all had masks. I was so confused. I was like, why would you wear masks? It just makes you look like you're sick. And I was like, 
is there that much sickness here that you have to wear masks everywhere you go? But hey, given today's current uh, things happening, it kind of makes sense. Honestly, they were ahead of their time. I mean, no, the thing is, like, if you know the history, right? Like, in Asia, flu and the uh, epidemics have happened before, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think there was a SARS episode that happened. Oh, shit. Yeah, there was a SARS event that happened quite a few years ago because of which all of this kind of started. And obviously, Asia in general has a better culture of, like, protecting not just yourself, but each other, you know, from anything of sorts, right? You know, it's a... In terms of a community, they're a lot more cohesive. Yeah, and like Americans, not... which is a lot more free ideology, My right. right? Individualism and things like that. But you know, that's why they kind of used to wearing masks. At least from what I can recall and know of. Obviously, there could be a lot more. No, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. But yeah, so that was our first encounter in Japan, and then guys, that was I believe one or two weeks at the most, right before the tsunami hit Japan. I know. We remember seeing that in the news. We're like, oh, shit, we got lucky. Yeah, we left. Yeah, a week at most, two weeks ago. Two weeks before, yeah. I know. And hit. everything that was, crazy, was closed. Yeah. Even the airport was closed. Yeah, I mean, of course, man. That was a big, big tsunami. And, like, obviously that took lives of so many people. It's just devastating. Yeah. You know, obviously we're fortunate enough to leave right on time and not be caught up in it. But, like, for the people who could not escape it. Hey, too bad. That was a, Shouldn't it. have been there. What no, no, shouldn't have been there. What the fuck? Leave. What do you mean leave? Leave, leave from the airport. Shouldn't have been there. It was not <laughs> just. <laughs> it was not just centralized. Oh my god. Okay, so what's one thing that you remember from the airport? Like when you think of the airport, what okay. do you think of? So okay, so do you just recall checking into the airport because our very next collect connecting flight was like in the next few minutes so do you just remember rushing to the next one or what do you recall in between i remember rushing the hell and we got on the those those little golf carts just to get there on time yep you remember yep. that part yep no but before the golf carts, what i remember is actually being stopped by security <gasps> do you not recall no that? what happened what you do What'd yeah you i mean obviously from? like no, you, you br- guys didn't remember because you guys were just rushing through everything and i was like yo where you headed where you headed you just left the block huh no, what? obviously. Uh, no, but the thing is, we were stopped because my dad was actually wearing a turban. Ah, uh, yes. That day, right? I mean, obviously, when you're a kid, you don't connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Right? But in hindsight, 2020, <laughs> you know, um, you grow up, you come here, and then you realize the things that are happening in the world. You know, terrorism, Islamophobia, and so on and so forth. And... We're dead ass just stopped because my dad's wearing a turban. Nobody around us is stopped. Nobody around that. us is wearing a turban. And my mom just gets on the security guy's case. We're like, yo, why are you stopping us? Like, is it because my husband's wearing a turban? Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know she did that. Yeah, like, why are you stopping? Like, Kyo, like, Hanu to hi? Damn, yeah. go, bro. Right? Like, why? And then I obviously, as a kid, I'm like, why turban? What's the connection? What's happening? What was the reason, bro? What was the reason? No, they didn't. They didn't say. There nothing. was no reason. It was just a quote unquote security check, and we just stop. You know, my dad more than anything, he's the one in our whole family who's the most punctual. Yeah. Guess all his documents right. Everything is like A to Z to the T to the perfection, and there's no way he should have been stopped for any reason whatsoever. And then that would happen, and then I never thought of it again. You know, until like quite a few years past, I'm like. That happened. Yeah. Like, that happened to us. You know? And I'm like, wow. Like, the world is kind of fucked up. Like, you know? And then, like, you start connecting these dots as you grow up. 
and you're like, damn, this really fucked up. It's not just like on you. It's like other people around you are suffering from, mm-hmm. you know, racism and like things like that. I don't like think I felt that till like middle school. Did you start connecting the dots from airport? No, that's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Like, no, I didn't. I didn't think of it. Right? Like, it just yeah. happened. And like, obviously, we were in such a time crunch to get on the flight, and we're just like, okay, time to go. Like, okay, fine, whatever. They let us go. Like, like time to go. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm just glad. Like, I don't think my dad took off his turban, so I'm just glad for that part because. I would have been pissed. Yeah. Right. Like that definitely would have, I I definitely would have thought like, okay, something's wrong. He should not be taking that off. Like, even if I was a kid, but that didn't happen, fortunately. So we just moved on into the airplanes. Obviously, Mm -hmm. obviously if you move on to the airplane, you have to sit on the window side. Obviously (laughs) you gotta see this shit take off. You gotta see outside. The views are actually amazing. Bro, you know what I hit the most though? When you're on a plane flight, plane flight huh um when you're on a plane what are the flights you going right um and then someone takes the window seat right and for the love of god for the love of god they refuse to open their window why would you sit on a window seat and not open the window because they just got that seat because they're like oh my god i feel so claustrophobic like i just slid the outside yeah like was that you no. Then why you no, that to happened to that, that happened to me recently. Yeah, like when I went to New York. Oh, we had really? like yeah, we had a person sit next to a seat, sit next to the window, and for the longest time, she just did not open her window. And I was like, I even asked her before, like, hey, do you mind like if I sit there with my parents so that we don't have to like sit in different rows? She's like, no, it's okay. Like, I want to sit there because you know I like the window seat and that's the only one there is. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. She did not open her window at all. And I'm a fine, my parents finally asked, can you open it like a little bit? Can we see what's happening? Because, you know, obviously it feels so tight when you're in, like a small airplane and so on and so forth. But yeah, moral of the story, if you sit on a window seat, I swear to God, at least open the window so the other people who actually want to sit there can enjoy something from us, you know, even if it's a little bit far. You know? I mean, what was it your seat though? You just gave it to no, me? no, 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 that was the person's seat. Oh, but the thing is, okay. we were trying to sit like together, we're, like three people together. Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously, for the reasons of the ticketing, like, we couldn't... I just asked. But that's fine if she didn't want to, you know. Like, obviously, it's her preference. She's the one who bought the ticket anyways. But, you know, if you can, just be, like, a little civil. Like, teeny tiny bit, you know? Yeah, just open it for a little bit. Like, not too long, but just a little bit. For the people on the side. Like, maybe maybe let me see the plane take off. Ooh, that would be nice. That's always fun. You know, seeing the plane take off and knowing that you're all good and Gucci... Well, doesn't, speaking, hurt nobody. speaking about the plane taking off, let's talk about when the plane landed here in USA. Oh, before that, though. No! You, no, no, no. There's one thing I got to ask you, my friend. Go ahead. Did you know how to use the airplane toilet? Of course. You just click on the little thing and then it sucks it all up. I mean, it was surprising. No, was not like, that part. Like the... <laughs> Obviously, was, I know how to push a damn button. Okay. <laughs> oh, like closing it up. Yeah, it was a little, but I thought it was intuitive. I didn't have too much. Trouble. Closing it up. Like, you know, like the door, the way it opens. No, it like boy. I can in. read. I can read once it's open. Fine. Then what are you Close. having trouble with? Toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> that was the very first time in my life that I've seen toilet paper. Because at home, we all use bidets. Yeah, I don't think I used poop machine on the toilet. I mean, on the plane. A <laughs> poop machine with the toilet? I didn't think I used the poop machine at the toilet on the plane. <laughs> God damn it! No, that exactly. I literally remember going in, you know, 
drop a dookie, and then just coming right back out because I'm like, there is no bidet. And I was like, I just, just gotta wait. You didn't wipe my guy? No, I didn't go. I didn't go, period. Dirty ass on the plane. I'm just what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't go? No. So you about to explode? No, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, to that point. But the thing is, like, what do you do when you have not seen such a technology of people who... Honestly, that's a backwards technology. I, seriously. Yeah. Y'all Americans really need to use bidets. and invest in bidets. Thank like, you. For some odd reason, y'all still wiping your asses with paper. Dude, what? like, if you get a shirt, like, ketchup on it, let's say, you wipe it, and then it doesn't go away. You use water and soap, my guy. The wiping doesn't just <laughs> take the stain away. You gotta get some water in there to get things out. So there you go. You need water, not just a piece of paper, even though I do that every day now. So I'm American. <laughs> do you use a bidet? No, I'm American. <laughs> you use a bidet? Yeah, at home. We have no, a bidet. I haven't installed ours yet. Yeah, dude. So much better. Okay. The life is just like it's miles cleaner. apart. It's nice. <laughs> yes. Isn't oh, it cold? Not necessarily. You know, there's fancy ones that you can use. They're just like on spot like warm anyways i think we're digressing into a very very other comfy zone mm. of ours it's a bit of details that we should now be maybe sharing at this point it's fine cough, cough. it's fine <laughs> so you just held your poop the whole airplane ride i mean basically what else do you do when you do not know how to use the advanced technology of you americans ask? oh who hey i, I want to take a dookie what do i do <laughs> that is very embarrassing <laughs> yeah you know yeah that's some, that's some immigrant <laughs> shit right there literally <laughs> <laughs> But like this bitch definitely a fob oh my god dude yeah i didn't even know how to call the attendant over we kept like pressing the buttons and they'll just come and turn off our light because we just didn't know how to like handle I think ourselves kids we were just like clicking the light for them to come to like this bitch is keep calling Bro, us i was excited we had a little tablet we could watch movies the but whole you know time. i gotta give it to um singapore airlines oh so nice it was nice by far the best flight i've been on is singapore airlines Although that shit was 18 plus hours. They kept me comfy with those hot towels. Mm -hmm. Muchas gracias for that flight. But, you know, we finally land after all this excruciating pain and fun and some sort of, you know, sleep at LAX. The last checkout. The last checkout. It took so long. Yeah, to they, check out. They did like my fingerprints. They're like, oh, your signatures don't match. And I'm like, I'm 11. I can't <laughs> sign two things the similar way. <laughs> so they're like, okay. <laughs> it was a whole mess. I think you guys got out before us. I yeah. think so too. I think we were done and just waiting for you they guys. They holding us back because of it. Exactly. And then I remember while waiting for you guys trying to use the restroom because obviously a man's got to go. Right. And then... I think you were, by that time at least, you were ready. So we're just running around trying to find the restroom. And long and behold, I try to run behind you. I think I somehow lost you because you had already what? went. Yeah, you. I just saw you go in, inside a restroom. Oh. Right? And I'm like, oh, he went there. And then I go. And, you know, I do my business number one. You know, I'm like, okay, now done. The bladder is relieved. I come out. And I'm thinking to myself, there are no standing urinals like the urinals you know yeah. the standard ones i thought that was at japan no that happened in the u.s bro that was in u.s because i it might have happened both for sure i've done it like at least twice 
Yeah. I remember it happening the other way around. I remember us both trying to go to the restroom oh, no. and you ran in front of me. No, and then no, you went no. to the woman's and I'm like, wait. No, I don't for sure. No, it was there. a unit US for sure. Sheesh. Yeah. Okay. It was here. I'm lucky. Like, right. Like I come out. I'm like, there's no urinals. Okay. And then I'm like, I didn't see you either. Like, right. No, would have been there, and then bro. I look up at the sign. It said woman. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. Like, oh, my Lord. I'm so glad there was no other person in the restroom. Because that would have been a mess. I came here first day. Deport. <laughs> Deported the home. very first day. As a I'm like, child. Yeah, your child has a problem. I'm like. <laughs> he thinks he's a woman. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a woman. I agree. If that's how you feel. You know, all power to you. Hashtag ally. You know. But yeah, that was a. That was an exciting experience. And then we finally go out of the airport. We got picked up by our really nice uncle who had like everything set up for us already. Like our rooms were set up and like he bought a whole house and everything. And he came to pick us up right outside. And that was like so sweet, I feel like. Because some people come here and they have nobody. And then we had our really nice uncle. Yeah, I mean, like, we had a family, right? Like, we came here on a family basis. So that was definitely a plus. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you know, coming here knowing that you don't have something versus you have a lot of things to rely upon, mm -hmm. you know, especially family is like a huge, huge support because that makes the transition so much easier. I know. Right. But on our way to his home, Holy do you remember getting out of LAX and those freeways? Moly. Those freeways, bro? I haven't seen a road that wide in my <laughs> life. That shit has six lanes or something. And people are going so fast. And, like, the cars don't look like they're going to break apart. And it's just mind-blowing that something like this exists. It's... Yeah, I can just say that was mind-blowing just to see the freeways. What was your experience, bro? No, dude, that freeway thing was insane. Yeah, my uncle was just like, yeah, don't worry. You'll get used to the amount of freeways and the traffic there is. I was like, there's no way I'm getting used to this. I mean, to the point, it's even still to them like, LAX. Okay, I still got to put in my GPS. I still got to <laughs> deal with the traffic. But nonetheless, as much, obviously, the understanding is like way beyond what I knew back then. But that freeway system is way better. Like, mm -hmm. understood now and, like, so complex than what we ba had back in India. You know, even when I went recently back in 2018, you just kind of compare it, right? Like, there's the, no way. The freeway system in general in America is above and beyond anything any country has, period. I don't know about that. No, that's true because, like, our cousins back in Canada, right? Like, when they come here, even they are stoked and amazed. Really? Uh, yeah, because Canada really doesn't have that freeways as wide as this as long as what we have back here in america and then other countries i mean if you look compared to the u.s aren't as like huge don't have as much land to build such wide and immense freeways i mean it's nice on its own but i wouldn't say it's a plus having big freeways oh i'm not oh i'm not definitely saying <laughs> that it's a plus because if you look at the history of freeways mm-hmm And, you know, and division that has sowed between low-income families and high-income families. That's just a whole kind of worms in itself and how it's divided and cut through, you know, families in general. Like, that's just a... No. It cut through families? What are you talking about? No. So, basically, like, the freeway system when it was being built, right? Like, yeah. <clears throat> it railroaded a lot of low-income neighborhoods and minority neighborhoods. Oh, I see right? what like, you mean. There was in one black town, I think it was called the Black Wall Street of America, basically. Okay. <clears throat> Because the business there was so booming and people were so entrepreneurial there. And obviously there were black people. And when there was decided to be a freeway, 
a very big one at that. They literally made it go right through their uh, business district. Yeah. Right? Like, what do you do now? They quote unquote compensated them, but sure. obviously still I mean, not but enough. like, obviously you can't like give back to the community the way that district would have, right? Like people moved away from there because their businesses didn't work as best as they used to, right? Like families left, some families stayed there, some still trying to make the best of it. Obviously they're trying to grow from it now and so on and so forth. But the thing is, you know, although this free system is so interesting, complicated, and so useful, it has a deep, dark history behind it. You know, kind of like redlining well, district. That, that was a tangent and you know, a half. <clears throat> that was a shit. Yeah, so that was a tangent in itself. Also, American history knew zero cents about American history before I came here, by oh, the way. Nothing at all. Everything was a blank slate, which is kind of exciting, learning a new country's history. Anyway, going back, dude. So we came here thinking it's going to look like freaking New York the whole way to our home. And there you're going to be Spider-Man. It's flat as hell. (laughs) It it is dry. I'm wondering when there's going to be a sandstorm coming in. We're going down the freeway. We're going towards Marino Valley, Riverside area, going towards our home. And then we uh, we decide to make a stop. Do you remember where? That's our first stop in America. Carl's Jr.? Carl's Jr. Yeah, baby. Let's go. I have not been to a Carl's Jr. in like ages at this point, by the way. It's been a minute. I've been there maybe a couple months ago. It's okay. It's not that too good. But we stopped there. I look at the drink sizes. <clears throat> the drink sizes are huge, bro. Indi- the- India's large is a small here. And they get unlimited refills. Yes, unlimited refills. A concept that I had never, ever heard of in my life. Yeah, you pay for everything in India. There's no They're fucking like, refills. Oh, you want another refill? Yes, that'd be another buck or so. I'm like, what the fuck? Buck or more like 50 I mean, bucks. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm talking, you know, oh, rel- yeah, in relative terms, you know. Yeah. But yeah, the concept of unlimited refills was insane. And the, the size here for the soft drinks is ridiculously big. And I mean, they just let you refill it on its own. I mean, they, they're like, here, here you go. Put as much as you want. Bitch, I went there. I filled it up. I drank. I filled it up again before going to the car. I'm a little kid. What do you want me to do with all this soda? Of course, I'm going to drink it. And that's where we met our cousin for the first time. Oh, yeah. Prince. Prince. There we go. Prince Paul. He's introduced to the story. Man's is a little crazy ball of energy. He comes in drinking soda. He's like, soda, soda, soda. I swear to God, guys. This <laughs> dude used to drink soda for water. Dude. I was like, what in the heck is this guy surviving off of? That was crazy monster soda. I wish I could drink that, man. My parents would smack me if I drink that much. Even if I wanted to, I would not be able to digest as much soda as he did. All right, let's not shit on Prince. Okay. Prince, we love you, brother. <laughs> we love you, bro. Shout out to Prince Paul. Drink all the soda you want. But then we went home. Yeah, dude. Honestly, that day was just exhausting. And in general, I think... It didn't feel real. Yeah, it was just like, oh. But the thing is, you know, being from Chandigarh myself, I don't think, personally speaking, it was like day and night difference. Really? For me. <clears throat> okay. But was it for you, though? Dude, it was like 
I couldn't believe it. Like, I woke up the next day. We'll talk about the first experience going into the house later. But I, I remember waking up the next day and just being like, oh, this is for real. This actually happened. But whenever, like, nice things happen to me, I'm always like, oh, it's temporary. Oh, something bad's going to happen and it's all going to go away. Right. Like, every time, like, I get a PS2, I'm like, oh, it's going to break. Or, like, oh, we're going to return it. Or, we're like, going to talk know. about how we oh. sussed over some PS2 games, brother. Oh, my god! Oh, my Lord. That was some time. Just getting a place. Bro, do you want Dragon Ball Z? She, I got Never. you. Do you want some Need for Speed? I got you. Just give me two minutes on my computer. Gonna read that CD <laughs> and put it and play it. Allegedly, we might have done that. Who knows? Allegedly, we might have bought PS2s from India that allegedly might have been able to read illegal gaming CDs. Allegedly. Yeah, I mean, what? You're gonna afford full real CDs here as an immigrant? I think the fuck not. Yeah, I guess this was our first introduction to Welcome to Techsport. How may I help you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. But yeah, dude, it's it's an interesting facet because I think being in Chandigarh definitely helped me, right? Like, Chandigarh is a city beautiful of India, like, where you go and have your education and, like, it's a world and night difference even in India, right? Like, going from a village to Chandigarh was was considered to be, like, you know very very privileged and like different so i'm definitely grateful to that experience for being from chandigarh right yeah. growing up getting that education being around people who, you know who spoke english back then obviously the english here and there is quite different like i swear to god you americans just use your use in in color it's c-o-l-o-u-r not c-o-l-o-r color bro color aluminum sidewalk aluminum aluminium sidewalk dustbin what in the it's life it's like walk path and then a scale is a ruler a rubber is an eraser oh, yeah. all these etiquettes where it took some time to get used to these etiquettes we're definitely going to talk about like our specific you know experiences going through all these ins and outs of these minute details that made a big difference honestly in life mm-hmm. this understanding like what do you mean huh okay that's how you do it but you know so far you know our first day in was amazing. Obviously, we were tired. You know, before ending the day, we were just all with our family, you know, enjoying our night. So I'm just grateful, you know, we got that experience. We finally came here and we were all together. Yeah. You know, that helped tremendously. I don't think it would have been um, as helpful if it was not the case. I mean, it, it, that was the goal, like, getting together over here. So it was finally like, hey, we met it. Now. Right. Now it's like, time to look No forward. more, like... What was it? Four four seventy p Skype calls breaking uh, down, uh, or like calls HD. from the uh, calls from the uh, phone booths, the PCOs. You know the ones you see in London movies, the red phone booths. That's kind of what we had back in India. You just call from there over to the US. Like the charge per minute was insane. Mm-hmm. So that was just <laughs> interesting, interesting times to finally just being face to face for the very first time. Not just with the prince. But, you know, his other siblings, his own family, other friends and family were already here. Just a world, like, day and night difference as we, to... We were entering we a new season of our lives, bro. Yeah, seriously. With I mean, new like, characters yeah. and new plot lines. Yeah, exactly. Like, the life shifted. But you know what I would like... Do you know 
before coming here, did you tell any one of your friends that you were coming here? Dude, why is that? I wanted to talk about this more. Why is that such a taboo subject to talk about? Like, just tell, letting people know what you're up to is such a, like, why Why would you tell people that what you want to do, you know? So we never told anyone till like, I would say, like, a couple days before coming. I mean, I personally told my, like, friends back in school, mm-hmm. right? Like, yo. Because they had to kind of know because... I was trying to get my grades and everything in order, my education paperwork, so I can be here, transfer, and go to school. Mm-hmm. So my principal knew, obviously. And then my teacher knew, and it somehow brought that up. She brought that up to the class. Or like, you're leaving, right? I was like, what? Um, and like I think I also maybe told a few of my friends. So that that's how the word just got out, and like everybody knew that I was not going to be there. And I was, like, I was dipping, dipping, for real. And that's a big deal. Right? That like, shit spreads. So, I mean, I didn't mind because I wanted to tell them for me personally. And then, <clears throat> and you know, it was really nice to tell them because they gave me in return, like, a lot of love. And then they honestly made me a huge thank you card, you know, which I honestly still have on my wall back in my room. For leaving? They're like, finally, people's no, gone. Like... <laughs> Let's go. Party time. <laughs> they hated well, you that Obviously. Much. <laughs> Dude. Oh, but no, it was really sweet of them. You know, everybody, in, I think in the class signed it or something saying, you know, uh-huh. you know, whatever their opinion was of me and whatnot. And it was like, it was greatly appreciated, people you know. People say you smell like ass <laughs> on there. No. No? No, no. No, it was really genuine. Like, oh, you know, I was glad we knew each other. Things yeah. like that. You know, obviously, and then before I left, I got it, like, everybody, like, candy. So I, like, distributed candy in the whole class. Be like, you know, hey, just, like, before, like, a going away thing. You know, here you go. You know, don't want to leave you guys hanging. And I still talk to some of them. Used to talk to them a lot more back when I first came here, just to keep in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if I was to go back to India and just reach out to any one of them, um, I will be able to meet them. I don't know about you. Have you been keeping up? I've been keeping up uh, with one person, but not recently. So I don't really think I have anyone except family. I have a lot of family. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you still have. But I know, you know, keeping up with friends if possible. I used to keep up with this one person. She actually moved to Singapore, Mm -hmm. uh, funny enough. And then we, for a while, we talked a lot. And like, that was a comfort to know, like, hey, I still have a friend, you know, who I can talk to and like go visit around the world, basically. Yeah. So, that's always nice. so it was really nice. But yeah, you know, overall, the experience was tiring, but fun at the same time, you know, and just taking it one day at a time, hoping to learn, trying to get used to the new rela- reality that we've been put in, mm-hmm. quite honestly, you know, since it's going to take some getting used to over time. But yeah, you know, that's, that was our first day. That's first day here, first uh, half day, I guess, since we kind of came in the afternoonish. Oh God, don't remind but, me. Uh, so hot. It was hot. No, it wasn't. No, hot. it was not hot. You're tripping, maybe. And I remember being hot at the house, though. We'll, uh, nah. we'll see. Well, this was a very plot-driven podcast. This one, episode two of My Average Life. We forgot to introduce it up top, bro. No, I mean, I mean, hey guys, just Second you know, episode. come through this journey with us as we figure out our own lives. Trying to see what works best, even for this podcast. Try to keep you guys entertained, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have any questions or concerns, and if you have our numbers or anything, you know, feel free to, you know, <laughs> DM us or something. But if in the future, if everything goes well, we might actually set up some sort of an email account for this podcast specifically. 
yeah. if you have any questions, you know. Sometime. So not, sometime, not anytime, not anytime in future because we have no idea how this is going to go. But right now, just for enjoyment and hopefully you guys have enjoyed the snippets of our life so far yeah. and not been bored to death. Hopefully not. <laughs> They were kind of interesting to me. So. You know, I mean, of course, yeah, your average life. life. It's my average life. <laughs> hey. But yeah. So I really hope you guys uh, do join us for the third podcast of ours. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, we'll try our best to bring forward some interesting things. Yeah, no, definitely the next podcast we'll try to touch a little bit more upon the etiquettes of, you know, being in the U.S. and our time starting off our education here. Yeah. You know, starting with middle school and things like that and how we got accustomed to it. And the next few episodes, we'll just build upon that uh, moving forward since our education life is connected to our personal life so much. Yeah. All right. You know? But yeah. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy your day. And this is a peace out and sign off from Bir Pratap and... Gurkirat. See you guys later.